Hello and welcome back to the Becoming Your Best Self podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Ram, and today we have a very special Valentine's Day episode with a very special guest, my boyfriend, the one and only Curtis Bell. Hello, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, thank you for having me. Wow, it's been so long. Like, how long has it been since... I've seen you. Since I made you your cup of coffee. That's true. Let's take a sip. Okay, so I got some questions sent to me about a quality relationship. So we're just going to dive into these questions. First off, how do we generally feel about this relationship? I will go first. I feel good. (laughs) I think this is a very healthy relationship. We have a lot of habits that we will get into that make it... A very mutually beneficial relationship in my mind. How about yours? I think it's a great relationship as well. I think we complement each other very well. Yeah, I mean, I have no complaints thus far. Okay, let's get right into questions now. So first question, what does being your best self look like in a relationship? For me, that looks like being able to continue to be myself in a relationship like not having someone who is controlling of (laughs) the things that I do, the actions that I take or what, just anything that I do. Um, I feel like outside of a relationship, I know myself pretty well and like things that I enjoy and, and that bring me happiness. I want to be able to maintain that in a relationship and also be with someone who not only allows me to do that, but supports it and adds to that and encourages me to still be my best self as an individual and then works on the relationship uh, as a whole. Yeah, so that's what immediately comes to my mind. How about yours? What does being your best self look like in the relationship? Because this podcast is titled Becoming Your Best Self. I think a lot of the same. So I think the most important thing in a relationship is support. So I think if you get that support from whoever you're with. You will feel like you can be your best self in that relationship. I also think that it's important to remember that you are two independent people in a relationship. So you need to have your your own life outside of the relationship and time to actually be yourself alone. I think that's really important. Yeah, like one thing like we go on individual walk or, you know, I have uh, sports that I do. And I think that's really important just to get that separation, have your time to reflect on what you like that maybe, you know, Chelsea doesn't like or whoever you're with doesn't like, but still have your own independence. Yeah, totally. I totally agree. And that kind of melds into the next question, which is what are the essentials in our relationship? Uh, This question obviously differs from person to person. I can tell you like my essentials in the relationship. But I think in general, what comes to mind when I think of this question, it's really important to know like what some of your biggest needs are, I think, and what your biggest values are like as an individual. I think knowing like whether like you really value variety in a relationship or growth or contribution or or all the needs like I've talked about in my previous videos. And obviously we all 
want and need these things to some degree being able to recognize like which ones are most important for you and then integrating them into the relationship like for me one the my highest like need I find is love and connection and then right underneath that like so close is the need for growth and I like really like <laughs> like love experiencing growth and so I think for me it's essential in the relationship to of course feel love and connection which is something that obviously we prioritize in every relationship tends to prioritize hopefully but like knowing that I really value growth I think that we do things that ensure we are we're growing together right on like a weekly basis such as like our relationship talks we'll have conversations about our relationship every single week discussing whatever happened that week what we liked um, things that we could improve on if anything like that needed to be talked about anything and feeling like okay every week we're making progress we know where we want to go and so yeah for me that's an essential but I think in general an essential is knowing like what do you value what do you really need as an individual and ensuring that your relationship is giving that to you as much as you are giving that to yourself. Yeah, I, I think I'm a little bit different. I just want material thing. <laughs> no, yeah, I think, I think, yeah, communication for me, like just to bleed into what you were saying about the relationship talks. <laughs> I think that, yeah, the like communication for me is the most important thing and I, I think it's important to remember like I, th I think that there's like a lot of anxiety for a lot of people like with communication I think it's hard to sometimes you you build up a story in your head how how something that's important to you is gonna play out when you communicate that to your your partner but I think that if you just talk about it more often than not really it's just gonna be helpful that for me like yeah going on to the relationship conversations that we have I think I don't know if is that one of the things yeah communication no no well okay that's mine <laughs> uh yeah no this is why I need you here it's not like I can just talk about a relationship because yeah obviously communication is such an essential for sure and I don't know how that slipped my mind <laughs> yeah and and along that I don't think just like perfect communication is necessary because there have been times in our relationship where there's communication struggles and with all relationships I think maybe that well I can't generalize all many relationships there are communication struggles right but it's being able to be on the same page I think for us that works like in terms of okay communication is essential in our relationship and we're gonna make it a priority to tell each other like like anything that's on <laughs> on our mind <laughs> I got lost in his eyes <laughs> Um, anything that's on his mind uh, on our mind we can make mistakes when we are communicating to each other we have made mistakes like in terms of communication or in terms of the way we've received things but then being able to take that space and reflecting and like learning from that experience and making sure that every conversation or disagreement that we have in the future is better than the last and is something that we've improved on right yeah yeah. Do you have anything to add? I have nothing to add on that. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> we can see who the bigger communicator is. Here. Yeah. Oh, I love to talk. <laughs> if you didn't know. <laughs> okay, next question. What are the habits? So we talked about the essentials in a relationship. That makes it, you know, a good one. Obviously, you know, there's more. But we talked about our essentials. What are some habits that we can integrate to ensure 
these essentials are consistently being met. Would you like to go first or shall I open the floor? You you go for it. Okay, I'll go first. One habit we've already talked about, it's a relationship talk. I think that is something we started integrating like two months into our relationship, not even where we're like, okay, yeah, every week, let's sit down, let's have a full conversation about our relationship. This has created the space to have that communication and like talk about our needs and just like learn about things more. <laughs> and um, that has been really good. That's a huge habit that we really tend to keep. Even if we skip like one week or two weeks, we always come back and we do it even if we feel like there's nothing to say that week in my opinion that's sometimes the most important times to have the conversation because it's in those conversations where we have no issues or like things we want to bring up that we can create the space to just talk about how we love each other things that we enjoy and make sure that those things continue as well and that we're both appreciated <laughs> you know <laughs> okay you laugh now your turn what was the question again you just went off there <laughs> What are habits to a great relationship? Habits, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that is one habit that we do. I think something we're going to have to implement if you want me to come back on the show is get another mic. Like, this is just getting ridiculous here. But, uh, yeah, so I would start with, yeah, we do the relationship talks. That's, like, a good habit for us. Obviously, everything we're saying is subjective to our relationship. Totally, yeah. Some relationships, you probably don't want to talk to each other at all. It's probably better. Like, you know, like... <laughs> um, yeah, I think we have, like, good good systems in place for our relationship. I want to just stress that because I know everyone has a different dynamic. But, like, one thing that we do is the person who cooks also cleans. So Chelsea's cleaning and cooking a lot. We also, like, uh, we have this thing where the last person out of the bed will have to make the bed so it's like i don't know I, f I feel like these are good habits like it it pushes us to be to be better and be held accountable within the relationship yeah and i feel like you know when when things get to a point where one of us dislikes it like where the like i don't know just for example if the house is getting a little uh, messy we'll st <laughs> we'll state it and then you know we'll we'll have that fixed and you know, I think it always comes back to the communication part I'm, I'm seeing, which is like, I guess the main habit, maybe the main theme of this podcast as I, I wasn't expecting that. But yeah, I think that's what it boils down to. <laughs> How about you? Yes. <laughs> uh, I agree. I had something to say and now I forget. But um... I, I got it. Ooh, wow. I got another one. Give them some space. <laughs> well, this isn't like, uh, it's different from communication, but I think one thing that's important, I, at least for us, is, I don't know if this would be a habit, but like, I guess making it a habit of, of doing something out of your regular routine so it doesn't become... I guess redundant just go out to it doesn't have to be anything extreme but just like make sure like you go go for a walk or go to a different area or just do something that's out of your routine at least once a week which I feel like we do and it just like it gives a little bit of variety to the relationship and I don't know if that's a habit because it's like only once a week but if you I guess if you're 
implementing it once a week would be. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I totally agree. We're in a special situation. I don't know if many couples like both work from home, <laughs> see each other as often as we do. Like we now live in Toronto. He's not from here and neither am I. Like we don't have a ton of friends or family here. So we spend a lot of time together and like we both work from home for like 90% of the time. We live in a one bedroom apartment. Like we don't even have an office, which is fine, <laughs> but we see each other a lot. Yeah, it's not bad. I don't I don't know why I brought this up, <laughs> but we do see each other a lot, which you would think is could become a problem. Okay, let's talk about fears because that is something people asked too. Like before moving in together, I felt like that was a big fear I had too. Like I didn't want to feel trapped. I am such an independent person outside of a relationship that I was like, okay, spending this much time with someone could be. Uh, really not fun but I found it to be totally good before I go off on how I found it how, how have you found it and did you have that type of fear too at the start yeah I, f I felt like that I know he did yeah <laughs> that you know moving it moving in together in a one-bedroom apartment and yeah both of us you know for the most part working at home I felt that it could it could become overbearing it's kind of weird that it hasn't because I feel like we're both people that need our space but I feel like we're actually good at providing that space for each other like throughout the day we're not really in the same room like I know you're there but it doesn't feel as though we're not intruding on each other so yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know yeah it's funny because it's like coming back to communication again because I knew that he felt like this before we moved in with each other and he knew I felt like this before we moved in with each other like these are our fears you know we talked about them and a, and another thing that comes up with communication and like the way we're feeling I think we do a pretty good job of not projecting or we do a good job now <laughs> well we do a good job in general <laughs> of not projecting our fears onto each other rather like like reflecting on them seeing where that's coming from if it's like actually the case or if it's like more within and then communicating them because now we're here and we're living together it's been like almost a year in a very small space and we were aware of each other's circumstances so I don't know if you like do it intentionally but especially when we first moved in and, and still now like I try to give him his space like I try to like uh, I mean you know like if if I've been home all week and he's been home all week I, I'll like purposefully like go for a walk alone or I'll go work at Starbucks because I know it's it's better for our relationship long term to be more separate even if in the moment it kind of feels like it would be fine if I stayed home well said well said okay next question Ooh, this is a cool one how do you support your partner's goals and aspirations while pursuing your own dreams hmm Ooh, he's ready. You go on a podcast even though you are very shy and not media trained. <laughs> that is untrue, actually. He created, uh, filmed, and starred in his own sitcom, which I will link in the description below. It's on YouTube, so he's lying. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I think you definitely... Do you want to expand on that? Like, or is that good for now? Like, That's good for now. <laughs> I mean, when I got this question, I was like, well, I find it pretty easy for, for us. Like, I think it has to do a lot with like knowing that your guys' goals together align with your individual goals. Like you need to talk about your individual goals. Again, communication and knowing where you want to go. And I think sometimes it's even happened to me in past relationships where like I feel like I don't want to have those conversations because I can see the future goals of, of who we are together 
and me as an individual do not align so it's an uncomfortable conversation to have sometimes and i feel grateful that ours align so we have these conversations all the time but in that way i kind of see his successes as a success of the relationship of this as a success of us as a whole yeah i think also a lot of people whether it be in a relationship or you know just with family or friends a lot of people get jealous of other people's success and i think just to like remember that it's not a competition yeah i think especially in a relationship well i don't think you should ever like want someone to fail but i think especially in a relationship like her success is my success my success is her success i think that's kind of how you have to view it it shouldn't be a competition you know if someone's doing better than you it's not like you know there's no better or worse really that's how i would put it totally i totally agree that's how i feel in this relationship as well and i do think sometimes it's easier said than done because sometimes like that comes from a place of insecurity right like not being able to handle someone else like making more money than you or doing these things but it's so important to recognize when you're experiencing those things because that is that is a sign of an unhealthy relationship, in my opinion. Like, you need to reflect on that. You need to see if that's coming inside of you, <laughs> from inside of you, and, like, address those things, work on those things, communicate those, is- those issues, because they are issues, right? Even if you're not talking about them, they exist. Anything else to add on this question? No. All right, let's move on. Let's do some more questions rapid fire. Ooh. Okay, this one is more personal. So, can you share some personal examples of growth challenges you've overcome together as a couple. I have one that immediately comes to mind. (laughs) Okay, this one is more me-centered. Like, it was my growth, but he really helped facilitate it. When we first started a relationship, it's been two and a half years, so I feel like I've really mastered this. As you can tell, I communicate a lot. Wasn't like this at the beginning of the relationship. I did not know that I was supposed to tell my partner about something bothered me all the time. I don't know if that, like, not, like, big things. Not, like, all the time, but, like, never anything, like, major, but, like, I, like, didn't know that I was supposed to, like, communicate when something even small bothered me. So he kind of, like, prompted me to, like, you know, like, tell me in the moment. So that really helped. And then I would sometimes find it difficult. And I think this is probably not just me a lot of people like you know communication is important but then when you try to communicate like something happens mentally where there's like a mental block and for me that manifested in like we would have conversations that were not like bad but like just conversations about serious things instead of being able to communicate like mentally i wouldn't be able to follow along in the conversation like i'd kind of shut down is a defense mechanism that was like created since i was a child and i wouldn't be able to carry on the conversation so i think like through many conversations and like me communicating that this is what happens and i need to take space when this happens so that i can have these conversations really helped and now that doesn't happen to me anymore so thanks you betcha (laughs) uh yeah one thing that you helped me grow in I guess it wouldn't be, I guess it's more personal, but not within the relationship. But yeah, like when I, when we first started dating, I had a, I had a job that I really hated and you know, the, the pay was good, but I just didn't, I didn't like it at all. Kind of motivating me to search for jobs. Uh, I found a job that was initially like a big pay cut and, you know, just telling me to go for it because it was 
something that's more aligned with what I want to do in life. And then, yeah, like now it worked out. Like I'm making more than I was at the at the first job. And I, I do genuinely think a lot of that's because I like it. So it, it I'm more motivated to to get better results. I don't know if I would have stayed at the other job forever. Hopefully not. But like, had I not met you, I think it would have lagged the process of me searching. Like, I think I would just like, I had more analysis paralysis where how you were like kind of pushing me to just do something that I actually want to do, which I think is the, the right advice. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Um, yeah, I think one thing that really works for us is that we are kind of dissimilar in a lot of ways. Like we, we were different in many, many ways, but they're complementary. <laughs> And I think it allows me to value not just his opinion and, and thoughts, but honestly, you've really opened my mind to recognizing that there's a lot of different different um, ways to do things. And my way isn't the best way. And that there's, no. I mean, not that I thought that, but like... That's not what I say, <laughs> just to go on the record. No, he never said that. No, I'm saying through observation, like he does things differently than me, but they work out exactly how he wants them. So I, I think I just want to save myself here before it sounds like I'm telling her that she has awful methods. <laughs> No, I think that we have different means to an end and sometimes it works how I do it better and then sometimes it works how she does it better. And and I think that it helps us both kind of find success through learning these different methods. Okay, you can hold the mic. Let's see if I like this. No, no. <laughs> yeah okay so one thing <laughs> he needs to take a stand on the podcast okay because he would hold my mic if we weren't on camera oh ah. <laughs> okay one thing is that we keep humor in our relationship as well i don't even remember what the question was but i think that is like really important for us like actually so we did meet on a road trip through a mutual friend it was during covid times and um me and this friend wanted to go on a trip but we couldn't because it was during covid and she's from montreal where curtis is from and i'm from bc and she was living there and her mom was giving her a car but she's like you need to drive it from montreal which is on the east coast of canada all the way to the west coast in vancouver so she invited me as a driver which i didn't even drive i just came he drove the whole time she also invited him who they were like friends from high school (laughs) Anyways, this was a five-day adventure, the three of us driving through Canada. And on this trip, Curtis and I got to know each other as non-relationship people. I can't really say friends. I wouldn't say we were friends. (laughs) But we actually had a lot of conversations one-to-one maybe one really significant one because we were driving a lot where like we would share things and one conversation that I remember us having is you telling me like we we were talking about what we want in a relationship and like what's most important and two main things you said stood out to me don't even remember this conversation okay well two main things stood out to me like I remember and you said uh I really want someone with a good sense of humor so you know, sometimes I think about that. It's been two and a half years, so obviously he thinks I have a good sense of humor because he is with me. So he said that, and he said he wants someone kind, like just a nice person. So 
I guess I'm I fine guess that with money. Get back onto the dating scene. Okay, cut to the next question. <laughs> <laughs> what role does self-awareness play in maintaining a healthy relationship? Mm, without getting into detail, I think a big one. But you go first. <laughs> Self-awareness? I don't know. You you start this, uh, this. You already have one you said. I don't have anything. Well, I just feel like it goes with everything we've said. Communication, so important. But communicating in the right way is really important. And being like aware that like, okay, I can't tell you how I'm feeling, but like, is this happening? Am I feeling like this? And there's something that you need to change because you are going out every weekend and make it out with new people and that's why I'm feeling insecure. That's just an example. Obviously, very, you know, extreme example. But like, they, like if there's a couple in which that's happening, then it's the person who is, you know, going out, making out with people that may need to change, right? But then um, having that level of awareness, is it that? <laughs> Or is it the person is doing nothing to objectively is doing nothing, but the insecurity is coming from within because knowing where that's coming from, if it is coming from within many things too, having that self-awareness means that you can communicate it and you should communicate it with your partner because you guys should be on the same page with what you're working with. But knowing that that is coming from you and not projecting it onto the other person and working on it. Super important. Yeah, just so to summarize what she said, don't project your feelings onto the other person and ana and analyze whether it is something that they are doing wrong or if it's one of your insecurities. Or like not like <laughs> they're doing it wrong. Okay, next question. It's a juicy one. Do we fight? What is the key to when we fight? And how do we fight? Fighting. <laughs> <laughs> Fighting. Okay, just go off of that. Yes, we fight. <laughs> the key to fighting. <laughs> Try not to. Uh, no, obviously, uh, everyone's going to get into little disagreements, especially when you're, you know, with someone for so much time. I'd say the key for me is, I know it's a cliche, but... You know, don't go to bed angry, you know, try to try to come up with, you know, some resolution before, you know, you might not solve it. You might still have your feelings about whatever it is you fought about, but just try to try to like just forgive, come to some sort of conclusion to the whatever it is you guys fought over. Make sure that you go to bed on a good note when you're fighting too. just remember this is just feelings that you both have that are differing now obviously there's some circumstances that probably can warrant you to be very mad at the other person but like just for like a typical like whatever disagreement i would say just don't don't put the other person on blast like just say how their action made you feel don't don't insult them basically just say how this made me feel this is how that made me feel try to communicate it in that way not like you're this you're that and and then i think like you won't you won't have resentment towards each other. You won't be like, oh, I, I think that's the importance of fighting. I don't, <laughs> and, I, and I think sometimes you could actually come out of a fight and be like, oh, that was like a good fight to have. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree with everything that you just said. And this question brings up so much for me, literally. <laughs> but like in my past relationship, we didn't fight at all. And <laughs> I don't think that was a good thing. 
you know, like I think fighting is so important or, you know, like having disagreements because there is no person on this planet that you will 110% agree with every single act that they do. Okay. And if that's how you're experiencing it and it's been a long time, I think, you know, based on my experience in the past, like that just means that one of you isn't communicating one or both uh, when there are things that need to be communicated about. So I think fighting is healthy if you do it in a healthy way. And I do agree. You can't be like saying like, oh, you know, you did, you, you're this and this and that like sticking on the topic that you're discussing if there are other things that are coming up those can be other things that are discussed about as well uh, but should not be all of a sudden used as fuel to a fire huge thing that i see online in a lot of you know those interviews where they're talking about old couples and they're like oh what's the key to your relationship like why has you, have you made it this far one thing i always see people saying is when you're fighting you have to remind yourself like you guys are fighting together for the relationship you are not fighting each other and obviously sometimes it's easier said than done when you're in the moment but i do try to remind myself that like yeah we're disagreeing but it's not like me against you it's us against this roadblock to the relationship yeah and also i think also like when emotions are heightened stepping back and not continuing the conversation and being okay without a resolution as long as you're coming back to it and resolving the issue at another time when emotions are less heightened and I did like what you said about you know never going to bed upset I don't think I mean we've gone to bed like you know kind of like annoyed or upset but we always like hug at the end of it and say I love you I think it's super important to do that and that's something you taught me a lot in the beginning of the relationship and then now I like respect that so much that there's been times where I've been like no we need to do this we need to like go to bed and do this and wake up and then resolve the situation okay next question what is your favorite thing about the relationship you first yeah my favorite thing about the relationship I like that uh, we both like to try new things. I like that you like to travel. I like to travel. I like that we're both ambitious. Doesn't mean like necessarily financially. I think just like in terms of growth, I think we, we want to like get something out of life. We want to have like meaningful experiences. We push each other too. So I, I guess like my favorite thing would be that uh, trying new things and yeah like mo motivated I like those things too I think it's funny because as you talk I'm like I've mentioned on my channels numerous times that growth is so important to me it's one thing that I really like that's one of my highest needs but I've also mentioned in one previous video about how I think your one of your highest needs and you can correct me if I'm wrong is variety and I see a lot of overlap in it in us like whereas I think I told you this the other day like we both want to travel and we're going to Asia next week for a month so that is super exciting but for me I love traveling because yes the variety but also like the I feel like I experience a lot of growth from it and I feel like when you talk about things that you want to do the underlying like motivator is like oh it's different you know it's not like oh I'm growing from it so there's 
a good level of overlap. So I just think it's interesting because my answer is pretty much the same as his. You know, all these things, the, the fact that we do all these things. But the reason why to me is because I feel like he really expands me. And like every day I feel like I'm learning more about the world and, and him, which is good. Okay, the penultimate question. What are you most proud of of the other person in the relationship? Does that question mean like, in the relationship or just proud of you in general? Of? I think just in general, but like go off with whatever you want. I would say I'm most proud of you for being an action taker. For example, this podcast, you talked about it and then like pretty much like a week or two later, you started it. So I, and I think that's like, it's nice to see that you have these ideas and then you, you know, you try them and more often than not, they're successful. So it's, it's nice to see and I'm proud of you. You're so nice. Thanks. When I got this question and I was thinking about it, nothing came to mind. I found it challenging. I did. Not because I'm not proud of you and I, like I think so highly of you, but because when I first met you, I felt like I saw it in you. Like I was like, oh, he's he's like he has all these really great qualities. He is ambitious. He has a lot of good qualities. That's why I was into you in the first place yeah i just like i think so highly of you that like i expected all of this amazing things but I, one thing that does come to mind is like you do have a lot of follow-through i think that was something that came with time in the relationship and obviously will continue to come um but like you speak a lot now and in the past you speak a lot about what you want to do like for example like you wanted to move to toronto where you wanted to move out of Montreal, you wanted to change jobs, you wanted to try sales, you want to try outside sales, like there's so many things in your life that you want to try, you want to travel to these specific places, and you've done them. And I think a lot of people talk about these things, but they don't actually have the follow through, and I can see that you do, and I'm proud of you because of that. And also you talk about a lot of exciting things in the future too that have yet to come, and that kind of solidifies to me that you will actually follow through on those things. So I'm very proud of all of the actions you've taken thus far. Kind of a copycat answer. I said action taker, you go follow through, but yeah, thank you, babe. <laughs> last question okay let's end on a question on becoming your best self since that is what this podcast is about so final question is what advice would you give to the listeners who are striving to become their best selves while also cultivating healthy relationships yeah i think <laughs> that's a that's a good question i think just find someone who is supportive of your goals i i don't i think if if you're with the right person, you will become your best self. If you're not, I think that you might have roadblock, like you could have roadblocks with the right person. Don't get me wrong, but I think that if you're with the wrong person, it might hold you back. So I think if you're maybe experiencing that too much, you have to get to the root as to why you're not becoming your best self in your relationship. Being with someone who supports you, who helps you grow, listen to you when you express your goals and yeah, just someone who helps you achieve them and like who wants to steer you in the right direction, not not say like, ah, oh, that's impossible. You can't do that. You can't do this. You know, just just continue what you're doing. You know, someone who wants you to be happy. Yeah, I like that. There's so many ways that I could answer this question. Um, but I think what it boils down to is you need to respect yourself. Like if outside of a relationship, you are trying to be your best self, you need to try to be your best self in the relationship. Your best self looks like, you know, respecting yourself, giving yourself what you need. And honestly, to me, you know, being my best self and for most people that I've spoken to, like being your best self isn't just being like 
selfish or giving to yourself like being your best self is also being kind to others giving to others so being able to find that balance and then when you feel like you're being disrespected in a little bit of a way communicating that and like genuinely identify is that me like being disrespected in the relationship do i need something to change here communicating that and if something doesn't change you need to recognize is this something that i can allow to happen and i'm okay with it because i'm i'm being kind to someone else i'm being open or even if they're like working on something or is this just me staying in a position that is disrespectful to myself because at the end of the day you can change yourself as much as you want but you cannot change another person right Amen. let's just end it out on that (laughs) well that's it this was you know a longer one but i had fun you know if you guys want him on more let me know in the comments below also he has a butcher block shop which i should have mentioned before i'm gonna link that in the description if you guys want what do you have on there butcher blocks Okay, so if you didn't know what that was, because I didn't know at the start, it's like those wooden islands that you have in a kitchen. He also sells like cutting boards, wood oil, etc. Anyways, check it out. She'll put a discount code at the bottom. I'll put a discount code at the bottom. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so anyways, thank you guys for watching and tuning in to this week's episode of Becoming Your Best Self Podcast. I am your host, Chelsea Ram. Thank you to our co-host today, Curtis Bell. Any parting words? Become your best self. Be your best self. Be your best self. Wait, say bye. Bye.